This is the Seabed Daily Text. Serendipity. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Consider this. So, Houston, we have a problem. But it is one of those problems that, by grace, turns out to be a serendipity. You know what a serendipity is. It is a happy accident. The word serendipity was coined in 1754 by Horace Walpole. Walpole coined the term from an English version of a Persian fairy tale. The Three Princes of Serendip. Serendip is the old Persian name for Sri Lanka. On their journey, these princes had a long series of happy accidents, always discovering things they weren't looking for that turned out to be of great value, i.e. serendipities. Sounds like a pilgrimage, right? Most of us have discovered by now there are no coincidences with following Jesus, only holy serendipities. Well, friends, we have such an occasion. Our bus driver zigged rather than zagged, and we are at Mount Carmel, which is nowhere near Mount Sinai. But this, my friends, as you will see, is a happy accident, a holy serendipity. We are about to get one of the most potent biblical examples of the difference between functional religion and transcendent faith. Rather than narrate this gripping story, I'm going to ask you to read it straight from the source, 1 Kings 18. 20 to 39. Better yet, if you aren't a regular listener to the daily text, I'd invite you to listen here. I want you to hear this extraordinary account of transcendent revelation of glory. We will delve into it on Friday. And now, without further ado, welcome to Mount Carmel and witness the cosmic confrontation between the prophet Elijah and the 450 prophets of Baal. Hear the word of the Lord. So Ahab sent word throughout all Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. 
Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves and let them cut it into pieces and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire, he is God. Then all the people said, what you say is good. Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one of the bulls and prepare it first, since there are so many of you. Call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. So they took the bull given them and prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning till noon. Baal, answer us, they shouted. But there was no response. No one answered. And they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. Shout louder, he said. Surely he is a god. Perhaps he is deep in thought, or busy, or traveling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. So they shouted louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come here to me. They came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. Elijah took twelve stones, one for each of the tribes descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Your name shall be Israel. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench around it, large enough to hold two seahs of seed. He arranged the wood, cut the bull into pieces, and laid it on the wood. Then he said to them, Fill four large jars with water, and pour it on the offering and on the wood. Do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he ordered, and they did it the third time. The water ran down around the altar and even filled the trench. At the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, 
Let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord. Answer me so these people will know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the soil, and also licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. If you have a few extra minutes today, linger with this story. Visualize it. Put yourself there as an observer. Ponder the revelation. This is the way of glory. From glory to glory. The prayer. Abba Father, thank you that Mount Carmel is not a mythical mountain, but a real place standing to the present day. Thank you that this is not a story about fire-breathing dragons, but a fire-starting God. Thank you that this is not a story about a superhero, but about a mighty and yet frail man of God, a prophet despised for bearing your name. Thank you that though this looks to be a battle between prophets and religions, there is no contest for you. You have no rival. You have no equal. Thank you for the way you will lead us from the transcendent glory of these mountaintop encounters all the way down to the transcendent glory of the Son of God lifted high in the valley of the cross. Holy Spirit, open the eyes of our hearts to behold the flood of revelation. Glory to glory to glory. Lead on, O King Eternal. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, how are you seeing and sensing the differences between transactional religion and transcendent faith in this story? And perchance, are you noticing any serendipities happening in your life and faith these days? For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.